0: Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. Ever catch
1: yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.
2: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like
0: a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
2: She relied heavily on me during that time for emotional support. And I was obviously a child. And I didn't know at the time what, what that was called or how to put a label on it, but it was Parentification. I was being parentified by my mother.
0: Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to. What their parents brought to their lives, and that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you you, what makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul, they can connect us and they can change the world. And so, in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story, what happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. beautiful friend do you suffer from depression symptoms of depression are not always obvious you might feel constantly tired you might be low in energy low in motivation you might have constant feelings of anxiety or worry feelings of sadness or feeling constantly guilty about everything if this sounds like you take a look at destroy depression It's a treatment plan that works regardless of your symptoms or your age. It's a totally drug-free, straightforward plan that explains everything you need to know about eliminating depression step by step. Destroy Depression helps you dominate your depression. It helps you take back control over your symptoms. And it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Click the link in the show notes to find out more about how Destroy Depression can help you, because you really do deserve to live your life free from the symptoms of depression. Hey my beautiful friends, on the HEAL blog this week my latest blog post is called How Does a Narcissistic Mother manipulate her child. I think for so many adults who have survived years of living with an abusive narcissistic mother, because you're conditioned from birth to see a lot of what is going on in your life as normal, because it's all you've ever known, often the signs of abuse are not clear. So if this is you, or you know someone who is in a situation with a toxic, manipulative parent, please take a look at this post. Please share it. The link is in the show notes. In today's quick episode, I'm chatting with Rochelle who runs an Instagram page called Motherless Mothering. Rochelle suffered a lifetime of narcissistic abuse from her mother. However, as is so common, while she understood things were not right, she had no reference points to understand what was actually going on in her own home. It wasn't until she had her own daughter and spiralled into postnatal depression, but she started to unravel the trauma that had been passed down over generations. Rochelle was able to see the golden child syndrome, manipulation, lack of boundaries, parentification, cycles of abuse and love bombing. Rochelle's story is the story of so many women living with generational narcissism and abuse. We pick Rochelle's story up as she is describing being just five years old at the time of her parents' divorce and how this changed everything.
2: My mother, she took it pretty hard. She was not in a good place for a very long time. And, you know, I was young and I, but even when you're young, you can sense that there's some sort of something's going on. Something's not quite right with her. She would kind of disappear for you know, weeks and I would be taken care of by my grandmother. And I know that she had struggled with depression and anxiety. And I think she was going through a lot of that at the time after the divorce. And so there was a lot of turmoil, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, for me, anxiety, a lot of worry that was going on in my brain. Yeah. And it was just, it was hard. It was very difficult for me. And so there was a lot of shuffling around for a while. So my brother and I would stay with my dad or stay with my grandparents, my maternal grandparents. And what I found out later was that my mom was struggling, like I said, with depression. She also struggled with suicidal thoughts and ideations. And I think during that time, there was quite a bit of that going on because I think she ended up having borderline personality disorder, but she was never diagnosed with it. So she struggled with OCD, anxiety, depression, but she had this over reoccurring suicidal ideation and she would go away for, to a hospital basically for weeks on end. And I didn't know, of course, at the time that was what's going on. Nobody told me because I was only five or six years old, but yeah, it felt very unsafe. It felt scary. I didn't know where my mother was. I didn't know why she was gone. I didn't I remember crying a lot about it. And yeah, it was scary for, you know, a very young child. And you know, it's it's hard when you're that age, you don't understand like why all of a sudden am I am I staying with my grandparents all the time and where's my mom? And while I felt safe with my grandparents and safe with my dad, it was still just you need your mom. And she wasn't there for the longest time growing up and also even into my early tw- or sorry, my twenties and my thirties early thirties, I struggled with understanding why it seemed to be so difficult to have a mother daughter relationship within our family. And it was a generational, I would say curse almost where my mother was raised. I, she was undiagnosed as well, but I would want to say my grandmother was a narcissist. She was very self-centered, very me, 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 very gaudy and just very wanted to put on a show. And while she was really great to me as I felt like I was kind of more the golden grandchild. I don't know if that's such a thing, but, and my mom was more of the black sheep of her own family. Whereas her brother and sister were kind of, well, her sister was definitely the golden child. So I felt like, you know, for me growing up, I I noticed there was always something off. There was always something that was not talked about and not spoken about. And I knew as soon as I got pregnant with my first daughter, I was going to be doing things differently. I knew from- The moment I found out she was a girl, I remember I cried because I was so worried that I was going to somehow have the same relationship with my own mother that my own mother had with her own mother. And even I remember my grandmother telling me about her own mother. They were also had a very contentious relationship. So definitely there's generational patterns here where, you know, mothers and daughters just had difficulty. And I think it stems from a lot of, you know, trauma and undiagnosed mental illnesses and that kind of thing. I started noticing things were different about my family, you know, around age 10 or so. And I did notice that I was always kind of more of the the favored grandchild compared to my brothers or my cousins. And I think I, I started to notice that. And then I also started to notice how my grandmother would treat my mother differently than her daughter, her other daughter, her younger sister, my aunt. And since she was the golden child, my aunt could do no wrong. And since I was the golden grandchild, I could do no wrong too, but the other family members could, and I could, I would see how she would treat them very differently than she would treat me. And it it was hard because it was hard on everyone. And I I felt a lot of guilt because of it and a lot of uncertainty and just as hard to put that on a child to, you know, know that there is some differences between, or there really isn't any differences, but in the mind of a narcissist, there's differences between family members. And yeah, it was difficult to know that as a child, it was difficult to know that my brother was treated differently. My cousins were treated differently and growing up, you know, looking back on my childhood and growing up with both my grandparents and my mother, there was so much dysfunction and so much to really unpack there that I I really didn't even know where to begin. I didn't know I had so much trauma and I didn't really realize that until I became a mother myself. And once I had my first baby, I fell down like a very, I got pretty severe postpartum depression. It was then I started to go to therapy and started, you know, unpacking all of my childhood traumas and my childhood with my mother and the trauma the toxic patterns that are in my family. So, yeah, it's 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 hard. I would say that around 10 I knew my mom was different and I started to question things. I was kind of a inquisitive child, so I I knew that there was differences with my mom as compared to other moms in that I knew, I didn't know a lot of other moms, but you know, childhood friends and that kind of thing. When I became a teenager, you know, you go through phases of rebellion and a lot of contention that is typical to have contention between a mother and a daughter. But I remember my mom specifically when I started dating and having boyfriends and going to dances and doing that kind of thing where she just didn't trust me. She didn't, I knew, I mean, I didn't, I knew that I was a good kid. I was a good kid. I always had to be a good kid. It was a way that I survived growing up, but I started to date and when you start dating, you kind of, you know, just want to be with your boyfriend or you want to go hang out with your friends and you want to kind of not be around your mother as much. And I think my mom started to feel some abandonment issues there and she would start lashing out in ways such as I remember one time she didn't believe where I was going. So she showed up to the location where I was and told me to go home, even though I was where I was supposed to be. She just was, there. Is a lack of trust. There was a lack of communication. She just started, I think she started to feel that I was pulling away as a child and you know, that's what teenagers are supposed to do. They're supposed to grow and it's the last phase of childhood. And I think it was difficult for her to see her daughter growing up and doing things that Adults, or I wasn't an adult yet, but I was, you know, well on my way to becoming more independent and she, her, her behavior became increasingly more volatile, paranoid, insecure. And the way that she treated me was, was pretty bad. It was not good. And she had a husband at the time who was my stepdad and we left living there when I was around 16 and went to live with my grandparents again and my mom was living with my grandparents as well and that was around the time where I decided I didn't want to live with my mother anymore I was done she relied heavily on me during that time for emotional support and I was obviously a child and I didn't know at the time what what that was called or how to put a label on it, but it was parentification. I was being parentified by my mother and being told things in confidence that I probably shouldn't have been told and relied on for emotional support and that kind of thing. And so I finally had it. I was done. I didn't want to live with her anymore. She was unstable at that time. And I decided to go live with my dad. And when I did that, our relationship became increasingly worse because I was pulling further and further away, away from her. It felt like I was her parent, and she was my child, even though at the time I didn't know what it felt like to be a parent, but I felt like I was the stronger person emotionally. And she relied heavily on me to be able to kind of be her confidant. And it felt very unsafe though. It felt very scary and she would do things. And I would be like, mom, don't do that because it's not good for you. And you know, no child should be put in that situation to where you'll, you have to be parenting your mother, especially as she was going through another divorce or second divorce. And it seemed like, you know, going through a divorce is obviously terrible and hard, but the circumstances around it were kind of bad as well. So I think that that is when she kind of really started, really started to go downhill and really relied upon me for emotional support and it just yeah I felt unsafe it felt scary it felt weird you know and no child really should have to do to go through that
0: thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me if you listen on apple I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast it would mean a lot Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at My Big Love Project, and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious, and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.